welcome listeners to www.ironradio.org, the website and podcast for all things strength sports and sports nutrition. With your hosts, Lonnie Lowry. I almost hate to use the word educational. Charles Staley. Phil Stevens. I guess I'm kind of the, uh, the dark horse here. And Rob Fortress Fortney. But there really is no secret. Thanks for listening. Iron Radio is brought to you in part by www.bingcolorprint.com. Business cards, flyers, banners, postcards, DVD packages, and more can be found there. Occasionally, you'll see Phil make a comment on our Iron Radio listeners page. That's not spam. That might be something that you can save at bingcolorprint.com. Thanks. And welcome, ironradio.org listeners. This is Dr. Lonnie Lowry. Uh, with sort of a substitute episode, we couldn't give you nothing it is, after all, our 75th episode and a bit of an anniversary in that way. Uh, Phil's on the road. Fortress is very ill, which is unlike him. He's a very robust dude. Uh, and I'm mostly stuck at the university, so we just wanted to get you a little bit of information. So I thought what I would do is just offer some news, uh, random tidbits of research and upcoming meetings and conferences and goings-on, and just give you a quick update, as it were, this week. First up, a little personal competitive information, uh, I really decided, as many of you know, to compete again, this time as a master's athlete, since I'm 41, and I am seriously eyeballing this show, so I thought I would plug it a little bit, in fact, whether or not I compete in it as a light heavyweight. Uh, the NPC Minnesota National Guard 2011 Gopher State Classic. It's April 2nd, 2011. It's at the Eden Prairie High School Performing Arts Center um, in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. So something I'm looking forward to, and I may even put a little poster or something on the ironradio.org uh, website. But enough of the Mr. Hyde. From the Dr. Jekyll side of my personality, and I know there are some academic types out there like me, I thought I would announce a few meetings that are coming up uh, that I'll either be presenting at or I'm aware has some really cool sports nutrition or physiology or nutrition-related material. One of those is experimental biology. This year, it's in Washington, D.C. It's next April 9th through the 13th. Very cool meeting, very big meeting. There's more than 13,000 independent scientists uh, at that meeting, and there's lots to see, uh, huge multiple conference books when it comes to, like, the program. Um, and I'll be personally taking some students, hopefully, and looking at um, presenting some data on dietary protein and its effects on uh, bone, uh, its effects on renal function, stuff like that, since a lot of that data is finally coming to fruition. Other than the experimental biology meeting, uh, which is really a cool, by the way, collection of the American Physiological Society, my group, the American Society of Nutrition, and others, uh, from an exercise physiology perspective, the American Society of Exercise Physiologists is hosting a meeting. Uh, in New Mexico, and I'm just going to let John Mike present that to you. Hey, Iron Radio listeners, this is John Mike. I just wanted to tell you about the American Society of Exercise Physiologists. It's pleased to announce the 2011 National Meeting on September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This will actually be the fourth time the National Conference has been held here in Albuquerque. 
This three-day event will be held at the Radisson Hotel and Water Park, New Mexico Sports and Wellness, and the University of New Mexico, and partly hosted by the Exercise Science Program here at the University of New Mexico. Go to www.ascp.org to learn more about this exciting conference. Thanks so much. And since we've got friends and colleagues and co-hosts presenting different things here, here's something from Joey Antonio for the International Society of Sports Nutrition Meeting that's being held in Las Vegas next June. For the best sports nutrition information on the planet, make plans to attend the 8th Annual ISSN Conference and Expo, June 23rd to 25th, 2011, at the Westin Las Vegas Hotel, Casino, and Spa. We'll have the latest on creatine, beta-alanine, protein, nutrient timing, and much, much more. So, for more information, go to www.vissn.org. From more of a business standpoint, I suppose... You could check out the Charles Staley page on Facebook uh, for a couple of things. One is, I know, October 23rd and 24th in Springfield, Ohio, he's doing an Olympic lifting uh, competency in one day seminar. So check that out. Again, it's at uh, Charles Staley's uh, Facebook page, some of the details there. And I also know Charles is getting involved in um, a local thing there in um, Arizona, where he's from, of course, which is a, a new partnership with Arizona's family vacation getaway. Uh, there's a meeting destination there, uh, and he's opening the Staley Performance Institute. So that's some interesting development on Charles' behalf. He's been a busy dude, and if you've noticed, he hasn't been on the show a few, a few weeks in a row. And, you know, Charles always has a ton going on, so there's a few things from Charles. Finally, some research news. This is courtesy of uh, Mike Nelson, who's an occasional contributor here at Iron Radio. He sent me a very cool paper from the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research on the efficacy of acute caffeine ingestion for short-term high-intensity exercise. This is a review paper, very interesting. Um, and let me read you some quotes from the concluding part of the abstract. 11 of 17 studies revealed significant improvements in team sports exercise and power-based sports with caffeine ingestion. Yet the effects were more common in elite athletes who do not regularly ingest caffeine. Now, if you read the research, of course, if you're familiar with a lot of that, there's a lot of sort of pros and cons with caffeine-naive versus caffeine-experienced people. But that's an interesting um, fact that they're pointing out, that the effects seem to be more, more common in elite athletes who did not regularly ingest caffeine. But anyway, the researchers Astorino and Robertson, they go on to suggest that um, six of 11 studies revealed significant benefits of caffeine for resistance training. So six of 11, mm, you know, take that for what you will. Some studies show decreased performance with caffeine ingestion when repeated bouts are completed. Now, I've seen some work before from this very journal that suggested that maybe, you know, a high dose of caffeine, uh, which is what's necessary for usually for resistance training improvements, like five or six milligrams per kg of body weight. That's really high dose for someone like me. That's like two and a half Viverin um, may be enough in caffeine naive people that they get weak and shaky because they're overdoing it. Um, anyway, uh, they sort of finalize this by saying uh, the exact mechanism explaining the ergogenic effect of caffeine for short-term exercise is unknown. Uh, of course, there's relationships there with the sympathetic nervous system, uh, norepinephrine, and, and things like that, reduced uh, rate of perceived exertion. 
uh, you know, a couple of different things there. But this is interesting, of course, and Mike Nelson sent that because he and I have been bantering back and forth by email a little bit about some data collection we want to do on caffeine and rate of force development, uh, probably with some colleagues from the Milwaukee area at Marquette University and some other universities there. So there's some good stuff out there about caffeine boosting uh one repetition maximum, or even helping with endurance types of exercise. But we're really interested in sort of taking a close look at um, pure explosiveness movements like bench throws or, or you know, jump squats, but also some traditional bodybuilding slash powerlifting kinds of movements and seeing what caffeine will do there from a perspective of fatigue, uh, rate of force development, peak power, mean power. I mean, there's lots of things you can look at there. So that's hopefully going to take place in the spring. And that's one of the reasons that he sent me this. I thought it was interesting enough to pass along to you. So thank you, Mike Nelson. That's all we've got for now. So thanks for tuning in to www.ironradio.org. And by the way, Fortress and I will probably record a new experiments versus experience episode uh, this time about how strong is competitive in powerlifting uh, as soon as he feels better, hopefully on Saturday or Sunday. So look for a new Experiments versus Experience episode coming on the Iron Radio feed on iTunes and Podcast Alley soon. Thanks. Iron Radio is accepting donations. If you like Iron Radio, if you like what we do, uh, the education, interviewing uh industry personalities or many of the pro bodybuilders or coaches that we've had in the past, uh, please just click on the donate button at www.ironradio.org and make a donation. We've had some great donations from people that have kept us going. Thank you so much. Uh, so please visit uh, the website, click on the donation button, or if you like, uh, and it's a similar situation, buy some Iron Radio cool stuff. We've got t-shirts and mugs and things like that, and those things help support the site and keep us on the air. The Iron Radio Podcast and all of the audio on ironradio.org is for informational purposes only. If you're interested in starting a diet or exercise program, it's important to check with your physician. Also seek the help of registered dietitians, athletic trainers, and qualified exercise physiologists in order to make the progress that you need.